Welcome to Reddit on Reddit, the internet's auditory version of Reddit. I'm Nelson Allingham, joined by Michael Campbell. Campbell, Nelson. Uh, I, the just a follow up to last time we began is uh, mm-hmm. we've heard that some of the results of our podcast analysis are starting to roll in. So in mm-hmm. in the coming weeks, uh, for people that didn't listen last week. Our podcast is being studied in in a high score, and at least a clip from it. And they're going to yeah. analyze a little bit about the podcast, why we're using certain language, and once yeah. we know why we use that kind of language, expect this yeah. podcast to get much much better. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because with the right data, we then <laughs> we will be able to you know work with work around what we currently do and bring you a better form yeah. of this podcast. Yeah, I reckon really. it'll go down to like half an hour. Once we can really streamline what we do and why it works and we don't have to go through the rigmarole of trying to find something every time, it's going to yeah. be a short, snappy podcast. Exactly. Um, we, weren't, we were sent, yeah, a, a little bit of analysis. And I think it's funny, last week we were joking about how, you know, they're, they're probably far more intelligent and PhD students or something because um, most of our listeners are far more intelligent than us. Yeah. But legitimately, I read like it's like a paragraph of text of just like analyzing the language that we use. <laughs> and I was like, wow, they are very smart. <laughs> They're like 16, I think, ish yeah. around the age of 16. And the, the like they're using words that aren't in my vocabulary at all. You know, like what, I, they- you know, you know what I found particularly funny about it is because they, they, they analyzed a, a moment when we were talking about celebrities like... Uh, the the people tend tend to put like a lot of stock in what celebrities have to say, yeah. Um, and a, a lot of the at least the one that I read, it it did make it seem like you were maybe a parental figure because a lot of it's like and Nelson's really encouraging Cambo here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's really he, he's agreeing a lot with what Cambo's saying to show his support for it, which does make <laughs> me seem like I'm a rambling idiot and you're just my enabler. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to sort of like, you know, coach you into the yeah. right responses. There's a good tagline. Let you know when you're going off track a little bit. <laughs> Maybe that's a good tagline for the podcast. Reddit on Reddit, a rambling idiot and his enabler. Cam, <laughs> um, I don't think you should talk yourself down too much. Um, the only reason why you shouldn't is because you get that a lot on our on our Reddit on Reddit Discord. Um, yes, that uh, if you if you haven't joined and you do often use the Discord program, feel free to uh, join us on our subreddit. You'll find the link. Yeah, um, most people just recently have been bagging Cambo. It's kind of fun. Yeah. I started it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I thought you know I'd heard good things about the Discord, so I uh, I downloaded the app. I jumped on board. Saw there was a bit of a conversation going. There, there, there seems to be a trend that's been set up of people using the bugle uh, emoji mm-hmm. uh, and then announcing something and then ending obviously with the bugle emoji so i thought i'd say hey everyone i'm, I'm here i've downloaded the app and then just abuse just <laughs> yeah 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 yep you got what you deserve <laughs> see I, I wasn't there to be supportive of yeah. you so if I you, mean, if if you want to chat with like-minded people that enjoy the show or just generally give me a hard time join the discord because both of those things happen yeah, yeah. Don't don't email in your hatred of campus. No, no, please, no. please limit it to just the Discord. <laughs> the, the Discord is for hating on me. The email is for AMA. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Campbell, I think we should get into it. Um, this first uh, Reddit on Reddit, believe it or not, was in a, a subreddit I don't think I've used before. Actually, now that I say that, I think I have once. <laughs> um, but it's in r slash Tinder. Okay. Well, I not not to my knowledge have you used this on the show before. Okay. You know what? It's fact. I've never used <laughs> the subreddit Tinder before uh, but, on but this ha- show. Maybe you've used it in your personal life. You're, you've got like some kind of throwaway account, like how do I trap girls that I've met on Tinder? You know, things like y- that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's often what the subreddit Tinder is about. Yeah. Is about <laughs> um, really abusing your power, male or female. It's not sexist, Gambo. No. That's the it's great just, thing about the subreddit is it's very even-handed. Yeah, yeah. Normally, <laughs> normally, really, it's like ugly people that have <laughs> accidentally matched with extremely attractive people, and they're like, "Oh my god, what do I do? How do I? How do I lock this down?" <laughs> um, which mostly the advice is just to pretend you're rich, which I think is great advice. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, um, if you match with somebody far more attractive, way out of your league, just say you got heaps of money. Mm. Because it'd be very shallow of them to make you prove it, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> and it's a good, you know, I feel like you could get a few dates out of this. <laughs> just to already start off uh, rambling off track. But, like, if I, I feel like you could. If you imagine somebody too attractive, you nonchalantly mention that you're a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why you didn't initially have it on your profile was because, you know, you didn't want any gold diggers. Yeah. Um, but just, just so you know, I've got a lot of money. Yeah. And then for the first few dates, you can just rely on that. I don't want any gold digger sort of thing. So, I, in fact, maybe you should pay for the first few dates. <laughs> we, you and I both know I could pay yeah. because I am so rich. But, like, let's see maybe if you really value this relationship. Uh, maybe you should pay. And then l- lock them down with your charming wit and personality. And so by the time you're like, oh, look, I'm sorry. I'm not actually rich. They've already fallen in love with you. Wasn't this the premise of some kind of dating show where someone pretended to oh, be a millionaire yeah. and then it turns out yeah. that they weren't a millionaire? Yeah, that's right. Just steal I that concept. Take- that Yeah, do that. Oh, but then at the end, if they don't love you, then time up, obviously. Yeah. But hopefully, yeah. one in every two to 300, you're going to strike, like your strike rate will be such that you'll match with someone that will eventually be like, you know what? I know that you're not rich, but we've had such a good time. And then you got yourself a relationship. That, it only takes a few hundred times and you you get to that it's hard to it's definitely hard to start a relationship on a lie and then <laughs> and then come back from that <laughs> but not if impossible they're the one not if impossible the one <laughs> it's fate it's all fate anyway let's get to this post it was by a- ivan ivan uh and they just took a, a screenshot. You know what? I, I think they broke the rules. Now, I don't know if there's any rules, but they're actually using the dating app Hinge. Also another side story, far better dating app than Tinder or any other dating app. As a single man myself, I highly recommend Hinge. Anyway, uh, they have uh, just screenshot a bit of a conversation, the starter conversation. Sure. Um, and so on this girl's profile, she has, uh, you know, a little bit about herself. And she said... Uh, the the sort of subject was best travel story. And she said, 
went by myself around the world for 13 months. And he replied, this is amazing. And she said, yeah, it was a really good adventure. And he said, where did you go? And she said, Colorado, Utah, and Nevada. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Now, I'm going to assume that he deleted the app at, Mm. at that point. Because I know I just said it's a really good app, but if you reach that point, you've you, you've exhausted all other options, and you're only <laughs> left with just idiots. Um, so there's no point continuing on with that, so, and you'll be single for the rest of your life. So the the real question is, like, we know that obviously they're all the same country, but just how close are all of those states as well? I think that I think they are close. So what was it? They? It was Utah. Yeah. What was that? Uh, uh, Colorado, Utah, and Nevada. You okay. tell me, Camber. Yeah, I've just put up. I know that, you're yeah. a. Oh, Camber, I was going to give you. I was going to say that you're a genius. <laughs> you're, you're a geological genius. No, because I'm also uh, obviously very, very, um, you know, humble. So I like to. Uh, I'm a humble <laughs> yeah. genius. Yeah. Put that on your dating app, Camber. Next to billionaire. <laughs> I'm humble. <laughs> Is Colorado even a state? I'm not seeing it here. Is that a city? Uh oh yeah maybe I don't know I don't I don't I don't feel like I should know these things it's not important for my everyday life <laughs> that's why I don't care about most geography is there is there give me let me do, like answer this question Camber yeah when is geography important in life ever and don't say pub trivia okay um uh, literally never. Like Thank you. Triv- I, there, I think that there's a great quote that says, knowledge is good, trivia is useless. And I think that that is very true. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, Nelson, I feel like a fool, even though obviously we know I'm a genius. Um, yeah. I started by locating Utah and then I said I, said I couldn't find Colorado. Yeah. Uh, it's the very next state. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, I, my, I, the benefit of the doubt I was giving was such that I was just instantly looking further away. Than, than I yeah, should yeah. have. You, you, you were trying to give this person credit <laughs> yeah, that yeah, they'd yeah. actually gone further away. Yeah, How about yeah. Nevada? How far away is that? Uh, Nevada. So it, look it, next to Colorado. No, 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 Nelson. Nevada is the other side of Utah. So where you to go oh, left yeah. to right in a row? Nevada, Utah, Colorado. Okay. Well, what a well-traveled person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing like the American Midwest to see the world. <laughs> I would love to like just ask her the questions like, oh, you know, what were the cultural differences that you saw I, from state to state? <laughs> I still remember uh, when when I was over there and we were going to visit the Grand Canyon in like in like the next day or two, and we stopped at this like roadside bar, and I got talking to some people in the bar, and they were like, "Where, where are you going? It's so exciting to see you know people from overseas." And we said, "Oh, well, tomorrow we're going to go to the Grand Canyon," and the guy's like, "Oh man." I've always, always wanted to go to the Grand Canyon. It looks beautiful. Like it's, <laughs> it's like forty minutes that way. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you really wanted to go to the Grand Canyon, you would have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think that guy really wanted <laughs> no. to go to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah, it, it's not that far. Um, but this, this uh, Tinder thing really got me thinking because I think something that uh, is maybe undervalued. Uh, is oh, oh look i'll say i i think about this a lot whenever i'm matching with somebody 
and that is to say that if their if their intelligence is low, I find that the m- most unattractive <laughs> like aspect of any person. I I, that- I have uh, like this this not so much even just makes me think that they're stupid, but I I have questions, which is if you've got three states next to each other. What did you do for the 13 months? Yeah, yeah. I mean... Especially because they don't look like particularly huge states either. I, I'm imagining now that, like, now that I understand us with three states next to each other, I imagine she was like, oh, I just, like, lived in an apartment yeah, yeah. and got a, got a part-time job for three months and yeah. then I moved on to a, the next state and <laughs> stayed for a bit longer. You know, yeah. it's like... I don't imagine she was like, I did these amazing things every day and this is what I saw. I just, Although, just, admittedly, it could very well be that. Well, in fact, he, there's like plenty of parts of Victoria, the yeah. state that we live in, that I could probably experience. I could probably make a, you know, six-month bucket list of, of fun and interesting things to see in Victoria. But uh, Well, look, I've, I've been to parts of the American Midwest uh, and I've been to Nevada. I think I've been through Utah, though I don't know if I've stayed there any great length of time. But I just imagine that, you know, maybe you lived in Nevada for a few months and then you move to a city in Utah, just walking around being like, oh, God, it's all so different here, isn't it? It's crazy how they live here. Culture <laughs> here's, shock. Here's how I think you should judge it. If there is an in and out burger in every state that you go to... <laughs> You haven't gone far enough. <laughs> okay. You need to you need to travel further out. Yeah. Until you hit five guys, which is on the other coast, I believe. Yeah. Then you're like, okay, I've travelled pretty far. Now, now I can say yeah. I've, I'm well travelled. <laughs> um, but uh, but uh, for for you, Kev. Oh, okay. Look, speaking of. So I, I, I find it really unattractive if somebody is dumb. Yeah. But I find it uh, extremely attractive when somebody is very intelligent. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, uh, earlier today, and I think we've spoken about her on the show before. Yeah, Rachel Riley. Rachel Riley, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. From uh, Countdown. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she does the, the mass number thing. And, oh, my God, today... Ah, uh, watch the episode, and uh, <laughs> you know what? She got to the number. Okay, nobody else could do it. I couldn't do it, and then she got to the number so quickly. Yeah. Gambe, the target number. For, Brilliant. For, for those who are not familiar with Rachel Riley, just picture like a, a a blonde bombshell, like like let's say a model in a cocktail dress yeah. doing yeah. complicated maths. Yeah, <laughs> that is what you're in for. Uh, but you, you're do right. We- it, it's so it's so interesting how attractive it is, how quickly she does really complicated mathematics. Yeah. Yeah. And, and even the um, other woman who does the words, who is. Um, uh, yeah. Susie Dent. Susie Dent. Mm-hmm. Uh, even uh, I find her quite attractive yeah. because of her intelligence. Me too. And I would say traditionally not as physically attractive as uh, Rachel Riley, but it's like, but but the intelligence level really heightens the attractiveness yeah. of anybody. I think the problem though that I I have is in dating apps is like <laughs> my bar is at a certain level of intelligence, but I don't 
I may not necessarily reach that bar. <laughs> so, so you you've set a bar to a height that you're like, I won't clear it, but you must. Yeah, yeah, right. that's right. It's okay if I'm sort of not a hundred percent sure whether Colorado is a state or a city. Like, you need to know that stuff. Okay? <laughs> and that is obviously because if I go to pub trivia, I will I will have a partner to defer to that can answer all the trivia questions. But, you know, I think that there definitely is the other side of this. Because I think that attractiveness <clears throat> is, it's not like, like we're talking about how we find Rachel Riley attractive, but that's just our our orientation, right? But I think that generally intelligence for <laughs> across genders is seen as attractive. But I think there is the kind of person that prefers to date someone for which they are the more intelligent of the two. Like, mm, it's almost like, yeah. a, like, like a power stance. So it's like maybe you, you want someone less intelligent than you. So then you're always, there's a little bit of like uh, like a yeah. whiff of arrogance or something where you're yeah. like, oh, God, I'll, I'll figure this out for us, shall I? Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's a really good point. Hmm, maybe I should start dating dumb people, Gamo. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think you'd be happy. <laughs> but, but, well, the thing is I need to find that opposite person, that intelligent person that's willing to date a dumb idiot. <laughs> like, hey, I fit that category. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. very intelligent. That's myself. right. Yeah, yeah. You... Here's, here's a podcast I do. I, it's, <laughs> it's proof. It's recorded proof. <laughs> yeah, but then you send them like a link to like escape this podcast. Yeah, and yeah. And they're like, oh, this is actually be... quite a quite a clever, interesting podcast. Like, wow, well, what can I say? Yeah, yeah. I put on you a know, voice. You sound pretty different. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, and also you mentioned that you're married to the <laughs> woman. Well, yeah, I know, but uh, it's just all a ruse. <laughs> that's Canberra. <laughs> that's my co-host. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, anyway, I think, Canberra, we should move on to Ask Reddit. This Ask Reddit is by Knox. 2019, let's, let's say that. Uh, if you could single-handedly choose anyone, alive, dead, or fictional character, to be the next president of the United States, who would you choose and why? Uh, Morgan Freeman from Deep Impact. He was a good president. From Deep Impact. Okay, yeah, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Um, I will say uh, Morgan Freeman from Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> ah, a convicted criminal. It would be very. Uh, it would be very. Uh, what's the right word? Progressive. Here's to, to the have thing. a c- convicted murderer who does confess in the movie that he d- he did do the murder. Mm. Uh, Making president. Reformed though. Yeah. I'm talking after he's out, obviously. Because you you can imagine and- that like part of his launch campaign. His famous quote from Shawshank would make a great presidential uh, slogan, get li- get busy living or get busy dying. Yeah. Red 2024 or whatever, he, where, whenever he runs. I'd vote it. I'd vote <laughs> it. Here's the other thing um, that actually makes me want to vote for him for sure. Mm-hmm. He's in the movie. You might not remember this, but at the end he says, for the second time in my life, I broke the law. He's only broken the law two times in his <laughs> life. Camper, I've broken the law hundreds of times, probably. Yeah. He's only done it twice. That's the most honest person I know. <laughs> I would absolutely cheers him as president. If anybody could prove that they had broken the law less amount of times. This is this, I, is, this is how good a guy he is if he's only done it twice. Nelson, technically we broke the law for this podcast. <laughs> 
I know. <laughs> that was just, it wasn't even really, we did two episodes, but it's nothing, really. We endangered lives. Um, yeah, I mean, I've just done so many illegal things in the past. But, it, it, um, okay. Well, you know what, what I would be interested in? Because mm-hmm. the the living or dead thing interests me, because I think there are th- people that that are always seen as like really great presidents, and I'm going to use Abraham Lincoln as an example. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, freed slaves, uh, you know, abolished apart, uh, abolished slavery. But so he's always seen as a very like progressive, interesting, great president. But yeah. I think bring him back now, and people would be shocked. At yeah. just the even the progressive mindset of a man of his era, how yeah. out, of, out of touch and probably still racist or sexist <laughs> or anything yeah. like that, that it still would be on some level, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, and not to say, and okay, not to talk shit about Abraham Lincoln because I don't really know. No, 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 so I think we've deserved it. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool, cool. But like, there are politicians these days. In, in, in fact, let's take uh, in Australia the gay marriage, um, right? So we we had a, a vote, mm. uh, a plebiscite, to to decide whether we should legalize gay marriage, and it wasn't even actually uh, binding. It could it was still kind of passed to Parliament, but it was just data to say, okay, X percentage of the population believes that well, yeah, they you know, want this, gay marriage yeah. should be legalized. Um, and then after that, you have politicians that come out and they're like, oh, yeah, really, you know, we've done a great job here, you know, us, and we've we've managed to, um, you know, be inclusive and love is love. And it's like, well, before this, you were just very like, oh, hands off, I don't really yeah. want to get involved. <laughs> but as soon as you knew that it was like, oh, okay, the majority of people are okay with this and the people who aren't okay with this understand that a vote went on. Like it was a very just like a slimy political thing to do to just have no backbone about the decision necessarily in the first place. I, wa- I just wonder if the same thing happened, you know, back in the day for Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. And he's like on the fence about slavery. But in the end, he's like, I think I'll get better votes if I, <laughs> you know, like if I'm the one to abolish this. It's like- it's an interesting lens to, to yeah, you're right. We, we don't quite know enough about Abraham Lincoln to really <laughs> speak with much authority. And by all means, feel free to write in and correct us. But. You're right. That that's the big thing that everyone's like. He abolished slavery, but what was that always from day one? His like, if I get into office, I'm going to do this right away, or was it? Yeah. This is what the people want, so this is what I'll do. It, yeah, it would be yeah. very interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah. You want to know if like his beliefs aligned with what he ended up doing necessarily? And- because like there are people, there are politicians that just do not give a shit about politics. They're in there to like get a good paycheck mm. and they they just kind of play the game of politics and whatever that might be. And that, I mean, that's like why you have corporations that, that, you know, like in, in Australia in particular, we have coal mining uh, that have lobbyists that pay, you know, millions of do- dollars to make sure that their industry is protected, even though we should totally be turning to green energy and whatnot. And uh, it, it's just like, um, insane that they can do that and uh, sort of get away with it because 
again they're playing the game they don't really if they actually cared about politics about about australia about the world as a whole that would just never hold up yeah but they're just like well i can get more funding and that means i might have a chance to stay in office for longer and it's just about being in the lead the whole time yeah That's all and, and this is what i find so funny because you, you you're so right that like you're not necessarily doing it for people you're doing it to get reelected at all times like once you're yeah. in your job is to stay in and if yeah. anyone is like, I don't care what the, you know, what the companies or whatever want, this is what I believe and this is what I want to do in office. Everyone's like, look at this radical over here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Like, like yeah. that's not the point of the job is to do what you truly believe is right for the people. Yeah. You're deemed as a radical. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely right. Uh, it's it's just like insane. And, and the idea, yeah, yeah, that idea of like you can uh, – you know, you you can't you can't get into office and actually do what the majority want anyway, necessarily, because the majority doesn't pay enough money. <laughs> it's, yeah. just, it's often it's very quite often it's the minority that yeah. pays enough money that gives you ad yeah. time that and, 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 the majority. And when we say minority, we mean like the one percent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But here's the thing, Camby, if I was a billionaire, I would absolutely uh influence politics in my favor what kind of things would you make sure get passed or don't get passed uh yes you here's what you'd have to do you would have to take an intelligence chess uh, test mm-hmm. if you wanted to go on dating apps for example <laughs> uh there's different scores for men and women well, Nelson, I, I feel like what you're describing here is a gap in the market that you could then pitch as a product. Mm. That is actually pretty good. You know what? That is actually a pretty good idea. Look, I don't want to. I don't want to say this uh, in a way that you know might put more interested ears on it, but nobody steal our ideas. Okay? <laughs> it's. It's one of the rules. Yeah. In fact, is it the first and the second rule? I can't remember. I think, I think the it's... first rule is not to fact check us. The second rule is not to steal our ideas. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so so, so oh. just so you know, guys, do not steal this idea because that's genius. What you could, and because you could advertise it to the people who do want to be smarter than their yeah, so, so, as so well. You, it works both ways. So you're saying that like you set your preference. Yeah. I want the IQ to be of this level. <laughs> but oh then that, that leads to a discussion of the validity of IQ tests, really. There's some, yeah. there's some things that where, where there's, you know, I, IQ tests are good for certain kind of things, but like it, maybe social interaction is also important, like social intelligence and emotional intelligence. It needs to be a, a multi-pronged test to get into the dating app. There is that hurdle that you're going to have to overcome get people to sit down quite an extensive survey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'd have to submit essays, obviously, yeah. um, because there'd be a, a large language component uh, and and they would have to be marked individually and cross-checked. It's a lengthy process, Cameron, yeah. but it's worth it. Um, I, well, I think maybe what you could do is you could put in your own, you put in your own questions to the dating app. Mm-hmm. Like, what questions do you want to ask somebody that's dating you? Because then it's just based on whatever you think intelligence is. <laughs> so right, if right. you think that, that geography is important, uh-huh. you throw a few geography yeah. questions out there and you go, okay, to me, that's intelligence. Okay, okay, got you. So 
for instance, because what you want to avoid, I'm assuming, is you get someone that passes a lot of intelligence tests you know, on paper, very yeah. intelligent, and maybe you know, all's going well and they've come over to your house and you're watching a bit of TV. Maybe you're watching your favorite show, Buffy, and they start yeah. going, wait a minute, this plot doesn't make any sense, and they start picking it apart, and you're like, I, this this won't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That well, in that case, they'd be too intelligent, I think, <laughs> because there are a lot of plot holes in Buffy that you just need to let go over your head. Okay, it's the only way to enjoy it. <laughs> um, no, here, the, here's what here's what I do. I think mine would be uh, maybe chess related. Okay, because to me, the the sexy intelligence is uh, based on logic. I think I find I find logic uh, intelligence more uh, attractive, where somebody can make their own conclusions, and I and I think chess kind of does that a little bit. It 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 kind of you have to make your own decisions based on the information you're presented, mm-hmm. uh, rather than something like trivia, you know, where there's just like a defined answer. Like this logic is like something you can work out. So I, I think I'd go that way. Just a few like chess problems that they have to solve, you know? Yeah. The, the thing I enjoy most about this concept is that inevitably in a few weeks, someone will email in being like, hey, so I was thinking about that intelligent-based dating app. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That sounds like a dumb yeah. idea. <laughs> um, or somebody write, write in camera and say, I'm an app developer. When I've gone ahead and done this for you. Yeah. Reddit podcast at gmail.com. R-E-A-D-I-T podcast. And ideally, they would follow that up with, and Nelson, I've done the maths and found your ideal match (laughs) already. Save me doing the work. And it's Rachel Riley. (laughs) (laughs) She's left her husband. Yeah, left her husband and her kid. And her kid. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she says she wants to slum it in the city of Melbourne. What a stroke of luck. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a small um, one bed, one or two bedroom apartment? I do have a small one or two bedroom apartment. <laughs> oh, she's yeah. in luck. Wow, she's surprisingly into that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, I have another one here, Cambo. This is by Yan Tian Tiff. 300 to 400 years ago, by the way, we just like did not really answer that question. <laughs> we sort of said Morgan Freeman and then just uh, yeah, yeah. went off. Well, in fact, we answered it very quickly and then just did a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah. Talked about dating apps. Yeah. He, I've just, I'm going to change my answer. I'm going to say Kanye because we've already discussed <laughs> that would be quite an interesting person yeah. ever. And it's the most realistic. So, uh, okay. Uh, Okay, so this one. 300 to 400 years ago, pirates were a terrifying force to be reckoned with. Now they're family-friendly figures of fun. What would be their modern-day equivalent a few centuries from now? I mean, they're still pirates. They just don't look like the pirates that uh, like stuffed toys or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) They're just like, you know, look at the... uh, In, what is it, maybe 10 years ago, there was the Somali pirates took over the ship. Mm. Like pirates are still a very real thing that threaten a lot of people. Yeah. So I they're think not they're as fun and whimsical as the stories would have said. But. But I think their equivalent will still be pirates. They'll just seem different and people will be nostalgic for these kind of pirates. 
Okay. Do you reckon? Yeah. What's the stereotypical kind of pirate of today, though? Well, like, you I, know, before it was like eye patch and peg leg. Yeah. I mean, I think now everyone just, I just think everyone <laughs> goes to that. It's almost a meme at this point from uh, Captain Phillips the look at me, I am the captain now. I yeah. think that's instantly when you think of modern day pirate, people think of that one particular guy doing that. He's just going to have raggedy clothes, I think. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So basically the same. You know what? Pirates haven't really, they've, they've really just got better eye care yeah. uh, and leg care uh, in general is what the, has changed pirates over time. But otherwise, they're the same raggedy old bunch what, as they what, used to be. What we need now is sexy pirates. Uh, and oh, I think like, yeah. like, let's look at the CW, the, uh, the network in America. They take things and they make it sexy. So they took the Archie comics and then they made it sexy. They made it Riverdale. Archie's got abs. He's a bit of a heartthrob. And I would say that Archie, not inherently a very sexy kind of character. Mm. So we need CW to get their hands on modern day pirates and make them a hunk. Okay. Well, if we're going based on this, is there is there something modern day that's not very, uh, you know, interesting? Mm. Been 300, 400 years, somebody dress up as them, and there will be a sexy version of them. Oh, hmm. But, How but, about- but I think they need to have a negative connotation, right? Like pirates. Yeah, I've got one. Probably the worst of them all, mm. Cambo, is emos. <laughs> I think- uh, Some would argue that emos were sexy, tells it. Well, were they? I think there's a whole <laughs> subsection of the internet- dedicated to like My Chemical Romance and how much people were in love with the band My Chemical Romance. Yeah, but I feel like they just they were sexy to each other, you know? <laughs> well, it wasn't like an outside perspective. Here's, here's the thing, in. though, and this is, this is going to sound very shallow, but uh, the lead singer of My Chemical Romance, Gerard Way, uh, is a very pretty man, like mm-hmm. objectively very pretty man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, flamboyant or whatever, the long hair, the, the white skin, makeup, etc. But uh, since the band has kind of ceased, he became a comic book writer and he writes a lot of comic books. And now he's transitioned from quite a pretty man, leader of a band, to the man that does look like he writes comics full time. Long, greasy yeah. hair, scraggly beard, a little bit more weight on him. And yeah. so objectively, he was much sexier as an emo. Oh, Okay. Maybe we need a resurgence of emos just for me to gauge it properly again. <laughs> um, <laughs> see but, if but that you, come back. I feel like that's definitely going to be a thing, though. Don't you think? In like, in like, maybe let's say when we're in our our like fifties, mm. there'll be like emo party, emo dress up parties. Do you, I could see that happening? Do you think it'll get to the point where like? Remember when uh, this might be too Australian a reference? I don't know how big they got overseas, but there was the band Jet, and yeah. the whole appeal of Jet is that they seemed like a band out of like the early seventies. They wore like flared pants, or their guitars mm. were, were kind of nineteen seventies style. Their music kind of sounded like something like the Skyhooks or one of those nineteen seventies bands, and yeah. that was kind of their big thing. Everyone's like, "Oh, they really sound." It's kind of a throwback. Do you yep. think that that will happen, but with the emo style? Mm, maybe. I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess before emos, there were goths, right? Like mm. there was a, like they're very similar in style. 
um but emo emos were like maybe a bit more uh you know colorful and uh, a, a streak of pink hair for example yeah and but, I, I would say goth is by way of metal and emo seemed to be by way of like punk yeah it's yeah like gothic right. and punk combined but like maybe just in the future there'll just be always these slight variations on that sort of darker kind of appearance yeah. and vibe altogether. Well, so the, the, the exciting thing is, let's take Jet as an example. They mm-hmm. were like kind of like the 1970s was their vibe. So then you go 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. That's like, you know, what, 30 years. And yeah. Emo was like the early 2000s. So we've only got another 10 years before uh-huh. that comes back as the revival. We should start it now, Camber, <laughs> because then we'll be the coolest when everybody else starts doing it. They'll be like, these guys know. Yeah. We understand. We're going to grow the fringes. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's that, that's true. That's, that's the hardest what? bit is maintaining that fringe. Yeah, it's pretty annoying. Um, we'll look into it. We'll yeah. look into it. <laughs> um, uh, okay, Kemba, we need to move on uh, to Today I Advice. So now it's time for Today I Learned. This Today I Learned is by Tufan. Today I Learned United Airlines had assured a blind woman they would help, that they would help her off the plane, but only after the other passengers had gotten off, before forgetting about her and locking the plane up with her in it after everybody else had left. <laughs> Oh, this is a pretty, like, painful mistake. Have you ever, like, uh, in we've worked a lot of cu- customer service. Uh-huh. You've just done something really bad and you're like, oh, that was, yeah, really let that one slip. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that sinking feeling where you're like, oh, that was me. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> yeah. that, was, that was my fault. Yeah, um, yeah. Interesting because she, she must have had the patience of a saint. I know. If, if if it got to the point, because she's not deaf, yeah. So presumably she would have heard them going, "That's everyone. Let's lock her up and go." <laughs> yeah. hmm, I'll keep waiting just in case. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that is like insane. You would just think, like it, it's also maybe not trust ever getting on a flight and assuming that. You know they've they've done a once over clean of the seat <laughs> that I'm on. If this is like the way they do it, I just assume. You know, I'm probably sitting in somebody else's farts. Is all I'm saying. Next time I go onto the plane, yeah, I would I would like to think that they give it a little brush at least beforehand. But apparently not the case. Yeah. Um, so so I, I would have suspected once you think everything's clear, I would have suspected the protocol would be walk up and down both sides of the aisle, the plane, back and forth at least once. Yeah. Uh, in which in which point I would say that a person sitting in a chair would become very obvious. But it <laughs> seems to be that maybe it is stick your head out, look down mm. the aisle, assume the other one's probably the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't call out, lock up. Here's my question though. This is This is what I think it comes down to. Would you definitely try to make up a story to the blind lady afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I definitely would. Yeah, but okay, so the question is, 
the top of your head, because that, that would be the situation you, you're in, right? You wouldn't have time to necessarily concoct. She's yeah. like, what happened? I didn't hear anything. So whatever's <laughs> happened obviously was silent. What happened yeah. to make you forget me? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Here's the other thing you have to consider. Yeah. She's not at the front of the plane. Right. Because otherwise you'd see her, yeah. right? And you just hope she doesn't have some kind of daredevil heightened sense of hearing <laughs> where, <laughs> yeah, where yeah. she could hear everything that happened. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, just to, like you like, all right, before I begin my tale of what happened, were you struck in the eyes with any kind of toxic chemical that heightened <laughs> your other senses? No. No, okay. Well, then this is what happened. Cool. This, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Glad we got that yeah. out of the way. Yeah. Uh, I would say, look, we uh, were getting everybody off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the very last passenger, we had uh, you were going to be the last sign. And the second last was an extremely fat guy. Mm-hmm. And he got stuck in the door of the plane on his way out. We gave him too many peanuts during the flight, inflated him just that little bit more. Um, he got stuck and he kind of like vacuum shut. <laughs> The, the hold on the door. Mm. So no shouts from outside. Mm. You know, we were trying to, we, we were actually trying to get you to push him from the back. We thought that might help, right. but you obviously couldn't hear us. So I, that's I, definitely what happened. He, I, I think that you, you have overthought this Nelson and mm. you, you haven't been, um, the, the, I guess the word is immoral enough. She, <laughs> she can't see you obviously. Yeah. So what do you do? You pop on a different voice and you're like, oh, I sent Gary in to get you. Did did he not come? Where, did, where is he? I can't see because she, she doesn't know. Yeah. Okay. So this, okay. Is a, this is a new person. For all Throw on a different voice. Yeah. See, I'm trying to, I'm trying to cover the, um, the airline as a fault. You know, oh, she's right. Yeah. So I've thought immediately that. of myself. Yeah. Yeah. Here's, Here's what I get. Okay. Oh, all right. This is next level. Okay. <laughs> okay. This this is far worse. You go up to her and, and you shake her violently. <laughs> and you say, ma'am, ma'am, can you hear me? And then she goes, oh, yes, I hear you. You go, oh, my God. We've been calling from you from the front of the plane this whole time. <laughs> I'm sorry to say, but I think you might be going deaf as well. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Uh, so sure, you're right. She couldn't hear anything. Everybody mm. got off the plane, dead silence. Mm. But I love the idea that you've been calling, but not going down. (laughs) (laughs) Not going down to check. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you just say her name is Linda. You're like, yeah. Linda. <laughs> wow, that's not, I don't know what else to do. Linda. <laughs> <laughs> Wish we could really go back there. Man. Um, Sky law states that we can't after we've landed. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, I think that's uh, problem solved. Um. <clears throat> I was going to do another one, but I think we should move on, Camber. I agree. Let's go. Into shower thoughts? Uh, shower thoughts. Shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. This shower thought is by Jackson. 
there's a good chance that your calculator history is more embarrassing than your browser history. <laughs> well, so I actually I came across this one in my yeah. native scrolling of Reddit this week, and I don't think it is. I'm yeah. like if if I see that someone's calculated even just something quickly, even if seemingly a simple sum, mm. I completely understand. Sometimes <laughs> I do the same thing, so it's not like I, I don't think it's embarrassing to just be lazy and quickly add up something that you probably could have taken 10 more seconds to work out. Yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah. I think it still depends. It, if, you, if it's like three plus two or something like that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But if it's like, oh, seven 10 times anything, if you've done 10 <laughs> times yeah, yeah, anything. Yeah. But if it's, if it's like, I don't know, seven times eight, you could probably work that out in, in a couple of seconds. Yeah, it's but, 94. But, but in, instinctively, I wouldn't blame someone opening their calculator and just quickly tapping it in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's it. You need to work out, like, if getting out the calculator and typing it in is longer than just working it out in your head, yeah. that's embarrassing, which <laughs> I think you can work out. I, I also think there's another embarrassing part, which is, like, if you have um, – if you calculated something – and then you calculate something else, and then you forget what you originally yeah. calculated as well. I feel like that's that's also kind of a, a dumb thing. Like if you just forget what you were doing based on the calculation before, then you have to go do it again. Because then if you look at the history, it's yeah. like, he, he did the same calculation like four times in a row. <laughs> my, my, my favorite ones are always where it's normally you're a bit flustered and some numbers mm. come up and you calculate them and you get an answer that once you get the answer, you've realized how obvious what you've just put yeah. in the calculator was. You'd be like, all right, that's, okay, it's 25 each. And oh, shit, they need four of them, four, 25. Oh, it's 100. Yeah, of course it's 100. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah. It, as soon as you get the answer and you look at what you've just typed into the calculator, you're like, oh, that was so yeah. obvious. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a sucker for it because I use Excel a lot, mm. which is just basically a calculator. Um, I quite often do stuff where, uh, I, I feel like I need to also check my own calculation, even though it's like, it might be really obvious. Yeah. I'll be like, yeah, it'll be like, you know, four times 25 and I'm, and I'm like, look, I'm pretty sure that's a hundred, but I'm still <laughs> going to put it in just to be sure well, that, because I don't want to be the idiot that got the wrong answer. You know what? That's a, That's a good point. I would say that, uh, a fair chunk of my calculator input is me doubting myself getting it right. I'm like, yeah. like this time, this, uh, you know, uh, and I go like, I, I'm pretty sure that's the answer. Oh, is it though? And you put it in the calculator, like, okay, good, good, good. <laughs> you know, yeah, like a lot yeah. of it is just reaffirming what you're pretty sure you knew. Yeah, that's true. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good point. It's like 50% reaffirming what you knew, 50% boobies. <laughs> Obviously, or maybe even slightly more than 50%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 a great thing. I've just opened my calculator. The last sum that it gave me was seventy one point one. Couldn't tell you what that was, but I no. guarantee you I wouldn't have been able to work it out because it's got a decimal. You're safe. You're safe <laughs> with a decimal point. Let's see what And it's also it's not an even round number, seventy one. So I feel a little more confident with that. <laughs> Mine's blank. I'm just too smart. Too smart. You've, you've never used it. <laughs> never used my calculator. First time opening. Um, okay. Uh, here's another one. 
this was cross-posted to us by Snackbar44, but it was originally by Kurt Clemens24. Uh, if we only catch the slow mosquitoes, we are slowly breeding better, faster super mosquitoes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, this is a great point. Mm. But you know what? I, I see it as a challenge. Yeah. You know, like it's it's kind of like you got to think of the thrill of the hunt at the end of the mm. day. Yeah. And your average mosquito, too easy. And if 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 you've got stealth mosquitoes and you yeah. hear the, you know, yeah. just around, you're like, oh, it's on now. Because if I hear that, I'm like, wait till this idiot lands on me and I've got it. Yeah, yeah. Have you have you ever? This is sort of a side story. Have you ever been asleep and and heard a mosquito, it, like uh, fly past you, and, and like like and like woken up? Yeah, I don't think I've been asleep and woken up, but I've been like in in that whatever that pre sleep state is, where you're a little bit dazed, and then it, it's yeah. jolted me back. But to me, that is the worst experience I've ever had in my life. No exaggeration. <laughs> <laughs> I was waking up to a mosquito buzzing past my ear. And then, the, like, because then I'm like, okay, well, I need to turn on the light. I need to get this fucker because I don't want to wake up in the, you know, in the morning with, like, a million bites on me. Mm. There is no chance you can find that mosquito after it's, like, buzzed by you in bed. You're in a bit dazed because you're just waking up. The light's too bright. It was, like, a nightmare. It was, like, a three-hour nightmare. Well, here's something. Here's something to fear, Nelson. If if we are breeding the more intelligent mosquito by process of elimination, is yeah. you could be at a point where maybe you're sitting in the lounge room, you hear the thing goes past, and then your lights go off. Oh. The mosquito is like, I'm going to get him in the dark. That's scary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I've worked out this is the most efficient method. Yeah. <laughs> Um, actually, I, I don't think <laughs> I didn't I didn't think that'll happen. Your light switch won't go off. That's far too easy to turn back on, camera. I think your fuse box will blow out. <laughs> um, you go to you go to call like I don't know some kind of like uh, pest control or whatever. Your phone lines have been cut off. <laughs> yeah. um, here, here's what I'm thinking though. What what? being has killed the most humans. That's right. Mosquitoes. Mm. Okay. So I think this is, we are the natural selection of each other. Okay. (laughs) We kill all the slow ones. Then we breed only fast mosquitoes. Then the fast mosquitoes bite more humans. The only humans that survive are the ones fast enough to slap the fast mosquitoes. It's a cycle. We'll end up being like the flash kind of esque with our, Reaction so, time. So what you're saying is, yeah, they are getting stronger and more evolved, but so are we. They're so killing we. our weak. We're killing their weak. Yeah. We're just going to both keep evolving to match each other's levels. Exactly. If you if you die from a mosquito bite, that's natural selection. <laughs> <laughs> you went fast enough to slap it out of the way. <laughs> but also, name a more annoying thing in the world, Camper. You can't. That's good. Thank you for confirming that. I was going to say, it's either mosquitoes or one of those podcasts with like six hosts where they all shout at each other. Or this podcast. Or this podcast. Not to us, but to everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, I have another one here. This is by, uh, it was cross-posted to us by Nom 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 Nation. (laughs) Uh, But it was originally by Fairy Thug Brother. 
there is a sense of relief when you find out that someone is an asshole in general and not just towards you. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever and had that- have you ever had this happen to you? Yeah, yeah. I, I, at first, uh, like, I thought this is, you know, like a funny shower thought. And then I had to really rack my brain and think if I had had this experience before. And uh, I've had kind of two, two instances. Uh, one is that the opposite thought this guy was an asshole. And in fact, I think I may have mentioned him before on the show. He was like my, uh, my ex-girlfriend, but the girlfriend at the time, her ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And we were like rivals and we hated each other. But then after I broke up with her and like years later, I was like, Oh, actually he's a really nice dude. Yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of like, uh, yeah, the, the opposite circumstance of this. Um, but I did have one uh, yeah time where there was this guy who, if, if you haven't just met somebody and for whatever reason, y- you just know that person doesn't like you. Yep. Yeah, I, think might- I've, I think I've talked about this before, but I'm pretty sure the head trainer at my gym doesn't like me. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. And so I, I like there was this guy that I met and it was in the esports scene. So when I was trying to like uh, do stuff in that sphere um, and he just like, I could tell just didn't like me just made these like off comments every now and again that it was just like, this is weird. And and I had done like absolutely nothing wrong to this guy. Uh, and, uh, and so I just thought, Oh, well I, you know, he's a dickhead, but maybe it's just me. And then once I got to know a few more people and, you know, behind closed doors, like, Hey, how about that guy? And they're like, Oh yeah, he's just a dickhead to like, (laughs) like, unless you're somebody who's, you know, more uh, important than him or can, can get him places. Like he just doesn't care about you. I was like, Oh, thank God. I feel so great now. (laughs) uh, You know, he's just a dickhead to everybody. Uh, I've had the opposite of this in which there was someone who was so nice to me when I first met them that I was convinced they were fucking with me like it, it, <laughs> really? it, it almost seems sarcastic like yeah. they'd always be like hey mikey what's going on man and uh and, and, like they're very high energy and, and anything i'd say they'd laugh at like way too much yeah. and i was like i think this guy's being a dick yeah but then I, I i knew them for long enough and saw them with literally everyone else the same way that i'm like i yeah. think this person's just super nice and my guard was up yeah yeah I what what's with those people? <laughs> what nice people? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not nice people. Well, yeah, nice people that are nice a hundred percent of the time, like aggressively nice. That's there's something mentally wrong. Everybody needs to be a bit of an asshole occasionally. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a god given right. <laughs> um, should we do one more, Gamba? Let's sure. do another quick one. Let's okay? do a quick one. Okay, uh, this is by Campity. Actually, we might have had this one before. I'm not sure. <laughs> if you think of an amazing way to rob a bank or pull off a heist, you can make more money selling the idea to a movie maker than you can by pulling it off. I think people underestimate what someone in Hollywood would pay you for just a general idea. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's a really good point. Because yeah, you yeah. would pitch it to them and they're like, it's interesting, we're not... Mm, yeah, it, we we don't think so at this time, and then they're just going to take your idea. Yeah, they come out with a movie that's <laughs> unbelievably simple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No one's uh, going to be like like a script, sure. Yeah, maybe if you had a script that was logged down that they could purchase, sure. But if you went generally with a bit of an idea and pitched it around Hollywood, the movie will get made, and you will get no money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. 
And even then a script, yeah, it probably has to like, it. you, you would have to go with a Sylvester Stallone approach to, you know, like selling Rocky where he was like really um, adamant about, like he had to be the actor in it, you yeah. know. I, and I feel like you need to know the worth of your script rather than just trying to go in and sell it because yeah. somebody will undercut the shit out of you. You need to be like confident. And you know what? It, it almost needs to look a little bit shit on paper so that they don't <laughs> steal the idea. <laughs> but, but like, for instance, here's an example of how Hollywood does this all the time. You look at the movie A Bug's Life, right? That, that was a movie that was being developed for years and years at Pixar. Uh, and then one, someone from Pixar left Pixar and went to DreamWorks and said, they're making a movie called A Bug's Life. And then quicker, cheaper, and release first, they made Ants because they <laughs> yeah. knew that A Bug's Life was coming and that was a good idea. Yeah. But you know what? I would say people remember A Bug's Life and not Ants, but they didn't pay for that idea. Yeah, yeah. That's no right. way did they ever pay anyone for that idea. They still made money, is yeah, the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with like, uh, what is it? there's Armageddon and, and Deep uh, Impact. Deep Impact. Yeah. Normally, uh, general rule of thumb is the one that come out first is the one that they've rushed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, has there been, do you know of a circumstance where like the the rushed version is better? Because there's quite a few. There's even like, uh, uh, like Friends with Benefits and No Strings Attached. No Strings There's Attached. White House Down and Olympus Has Fallen. Fallen, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think Olympus Has Fallen was the copycat, the rushed one. And I think that it is better. Not, neither of them are great. But yeah. I think that that is a, like, that's got the more, that's continued with sequels and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Anywho, don't do that. <laughs> Rob a bank. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you if you think that you're going to get more from a Hollywood producer than you would by robbing a bank, yeah. you're crazy. You're if if that's what you think, you're not rob, robbing a big enough bank. Because <laughs> <laughs> all you got to get out of a producer is a free lunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, Cameron. Like now we can move into the ask me anything. Um, we're still foregoing pod napping for the moment, but we're like very close to getting back to it. In fact, you know what? Let's say next week, regardless, let's do a pod napping. Okay. That sounds good. But um, just so I know uh, listeners are probably missing that segment. I came up with another pod napping idea today. So, oh, who'd you steal it from? I, Which of I, our listeners did you steal it from? I've got one in the bag. Uh, no, I didn't steal it off a listener. Ooh. I did steal it off a TV show. But okay. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the, whole, the whole concept is we steal ideas. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Pod mapping is is warped into just something completely different. Yeah, just content theft. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just the it's just a, a time in the podcast where we do something different. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the AMA. So this is where listeners of the show, just like you, listener, can write in and ask us anything you want. Yes. So we got one here from Varun. Uh, it says, "Hello, Reed." This is what your Gmail recommends. Uh, so, yes, uh, because we've set it up as read it, uh, our name comes up as read. And I was thinking, Nelson, collectively, maybe we should be referred to as read. <laughs> Individually, we're Nelson and Cambo, but when combined, we are read. We are read. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It continues. Well, otherwise, our name doesn't really sound that, but like if you try to combine it, like Nambo or Kelson. <laughs> not, not good names. No. Really. 
Yeah, yeah, Nalbo is better than Kelson, but neither are great. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, it continues. Uh, Hope all as well. Shower thought, maybe. My friends and I talk about food a lot, and then we try to find literal names for food. He's got some examples. Yogurt is non-alcoholic fermented milk. Isn't cheese bacteria infested milk? And if someone steals a Klosmi bag, they are shit stealer. They're a shit stealer. Mm-hmm. Anyway, here's an AMA for you for episode two. He just put some X's because who knows when it's going to go out. One, I'm curious to how you think my voice sounded. Uh, I found it very cringe. Uh, question number two. This is a big question. Why? What made you start this podcast? Question number three. What do you think about the Serbian film? I heard you guys talk about it and I know how it goes, but I'm too scared to watch it. Four, has anyone other than me compared you to Hamish and Andy? An odd comment, but you guys look exactly how I imagined you. Thank you, Varun. So let's go back. Let's go one one after the other. Question number Uh, one, how do you think Varun sounded? Uh, Do you think it was cringe? Oh, my God. So cringe. I can't believe it. Oh, my. It's all I can think about. Uh, no, not, not at all. Obviously. See, the thing is, no, and I know I've said this before and it's very, um, pessimistic way to look at the world, but no, and this doesn't go just for, uh, Varun, it goes for everybody. Nobody cares about themselves as much as they do themselves. Yeah. So nobody's judging what you said at all ever, especially how you sound. It's just you're the only one that thinks negative yeah. thoughts about that because nobody can other I would say if you listen to that intro that had a bunch of voices and you thought that you sound cringe, just think, did you think anyone else sounded cringe? Yeah. Because the chances yeah, are point. you didn't yeah. and everyone else also didn't except for themselves. And we're, yeah. we're in a rare situation where we hear our voices so frequently now because we, we can hear it literally as we record. We wear headphones yeah. that monitors our voice back into our ears. That I think we're pretty unfazed by our voice at this point. But I, I like, even when we started out, I used to think that my voice was horrible. And yeah. I mean, it is horrible. But... Uh, it's it's not so much like I I've got since then other voice work, and I don't have a particularly broadcasty voice. So if we can put this out every week or get other voice work, then that and and our voices sound as average as this. You've got nothing to worry about. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's just because everybody hears themselves differently in their head. Yeah. So they always think that they yeah. sound different and weird and cringy. I would say the, yeah. the, the, only, the only voice off the top of my head that you should be panicked about is if you sound like Gilbert Gottfried. You know, the guy is always like, you know, he speaks kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, but, don't, don't, if you're him, Yeah. sorry, but. But he leans into it. I reckon he makes most of his money because of his voice. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. <laughs> I, I would definitely be capitalizing on that as well. <laughs> so, by okay. the way, actually, sorry, you just reminded me of something. Um, I feel really bad. At the end of our 200th episode, I started thanking people. Mm-hmm. And one person that I didn't, I'm pretty sure I didn't thank, that I really feel like I, we should have, was Abigail. Yes. Because yeah, she... Yeah. She uh, sent in a voice clip, and I think just like we, st- I still might have missed some people, but I feel like Abigail has been, you know, with us and supportive for a while. And I think yeah. I forgot to uh, say thank you to her. Say, Abigail, thank you. 
for sending in that recording, <laughs> like all the other people. I just remembered that I was going to say that on episode 201 and I forgot. So <laughs> you made you remind well, me. Well, 203 is pretty much 200. It's basically there. All right. Uh, question number two. The big question, why? Why did we start this podcast, Nelson? It's the question we ask ourselves every week when we have to record. Yes. Um, I haven't come up with the answer yet, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know. Still waiting for the reason to pop out at me. Um, no, we we always just thought of it as like a creative outlet, yeah. basically. Yeah, um, I think we're both the kind of people, we have this like, this kind of gnawing thing to create something. doesn't really matter what it is, but we like to have an output of some kind that is creative. Mm. And I think we were both, work, like we didn't really see each other that much. We weren't living together at the time. You were working at like a different part of Melbourne to me. Uh, so we we wanted to catch up. We wanted to have a creative output. This seemed to be like the best kind of combination of the two. And and the least effort. Oh, yeah. yeah it's obviously. a real, real <laughs> big part of that, about that. Originally, I said to Cambo, "Hey, do you want to do you want to put together photo collages every week?" <laughs> and then you said, "Yeah, but then we got to like pick out all the photos and cut around our faces and then glue them." I was like, "Oh, stop right there! Oh yeah. my god, I didn't think this one through." Obviously, <laughs> I said, "Well, how about we just chat for a while yeah. and record it?" And you said, "Bingo!" So, and then over time, we've simplified that even further. Like we, yeah. we used to do a lot more work than we do now. <laughs> we, we, we have like, I think it's just kind of through privilege of being able to slowly and slowly and slowly upgrade over the course of 200 episodes. But we've got our equipment to such a point where it is pretty much press, talk, stop, <laughs> upload. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, we- so, yeah. Uh, so question three, what do you think about the Serbian film? I've heard you guys talk about it and I know how it goes, but I'm too scared to watch it. I don't remember which one, and I don't think I've seen it. Uh, no, uh, I don't think you have either. Serbian film was a very, very, very uh, grotesque, disgusting kind of uh, schlock film. Uh, mm. It was banned here, I believe. I don't think you can legally get it here. Uh, mm. I've never seen it all uh, because it doesn't interest me to see such horrible things. Yeah. Um, gee, I-, I won't get into the gritty details of it, but... Uh, Necrophilia plays quite a large part in the film. Okay. It's it's yeah. a film designed to push as many boundaries as possible. And then because of that, it was banned in a lot of countries for that very reason. Uh, Is but, it weird so, that I don't think that's that bad? Maybe I can't picture it in uh, such a bad way. Necrophilia. Yeah. I mean, I can get into I mean, more. Because I'm just imagining like. <laughs> I, I, mean, I can get into more I'm, detail about the necrophilia. But yeah. it might sour the episode some. Okay. So okay. All right. I'm Let's happy to do it, but maybe we just give people a warning if they don't want to hear it for like 20 seconds. You know what? Let's not do it. Okay. okay. Sure. I feel like uh, let, let me say now. I, I think I've got a pretty good stomach for movies, and yeah. for me, I was like, it's a bit much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, innocent old me over here. I was thinking about very tame necrophilic sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway. uh, yeah, I, I, I've never finished it, but purely, I, it just didn't interest me. It, yeah. it, it sounded too much. Uh, yeah. And question number four, has anyone other than me compared you guys to Hamish Nandy? An odd comment, but you guys look exactly how I imagined you. Uh, now, before we answer the Hamish Nandy comparison question, I understand that, look, I'm going to take what Varun said as a compliment. But ideally, yeah. the ideal situation is, hey, you guys looked 
way more handsome than I expected you to look. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so, exactly how. Yeah, 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 yeah. Knowing work, the yeah. quality of this show. Yeah. And then to look us up and go, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Offended, I am. Yeah. Um, I don't really know if any. I think maybe some people have. Yeah, I, I, there's one I that know. comes to mind. We once emceed a wedding, and uh, the the bride's sister, I remember drunkenly coming up to us, being like, "You guys are just like Hamish and Andy," because yeah. I, I think other than we're just two guys that giggle a lot. Uh, listen and to any other. White. Listen to any other Australian podcast. They're yeah. all Hamish and Andy's. We're all the same. Yeah. We're all the same. <laughs> We're not some unique snowflake that uh, that cannot be emulated. Uh, okay, here's one. It's by Haunting Flight. He said, hey, Nelson and other guy. Oh, what? Thank you for putting me on the podcast. Leave it for it Discord, please. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Come on, guys. <laughs> I don't even remember what that's in reference to. But anyway, uh, anyway. Uh, my write-in is both of you say your favorite movie and see which movie's cast of characters would beat the other guy's movie's cast uh, characters in a fight. Mm-hmm. They can be armed with any weapons that, uh, that they use in the movie, but only with one magazine to keep it up close. Yep. Everyone in the same movie, good or bad guys, are on the same team for the fight. Yeah. Okay. So... Here's the thing. Like, we, we often joke on this show that my favorite movie is the movie Signs. Yeah. But for this, I'm going to have to kind of betray this this well, long-running joke. I think yours is Signs, Cameron. Well, I would say that my and favorite- mine is Aquaman. <laughs> Check mate. <laughs> are you saying that the aliens are the heroes in the movie Signs? No, he said good or bad, they're on the same team for the fight. Oh, yeah. So you'd wipe out half of them. But what I'm going to say is, for a long time, whenever anyone asked me what my favorite film was, I would actually say The Departed. So I'm going to go with The Departed as my okay. answer for this. Uh, what about well, yours? What, what's your favorite film? Well, uh, instead of Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless <laughs> No, 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 no. Go with that. Go with that. <laughs> I'll choose Fight Club. Okay. A little more evenly matched. Here's the good thing about The Departed is um, they're very willy-nilly with their killing in, the, in that movie. Yeah. Uh, so uh, headshots galore, mm. uh, and luckily they all do seem to have a weapon. Uh, spoilers for d- The Departed, but most everyone is killed horrifically by someone else in the movie. Yes, so that he, is, he, that's he, how they end it. Yeah. You're not sure how it's going to end, and they just kill everyone. <laughs> they do kill <laughs> that's, everyone. That's how it ends. Like if, you, if Leonardo DiCaprio or Matt Damon drags any of the Fight Club characters into like a warehouse elevator... They're dead. Yeah, yeah <laughs> they're yeah. completely dead. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Um, here's 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 what I think would happen in this situation. Let's take because yeah. first of all, your two characters are one. By the way, uh, they're what? Your two two of your main characters are actually one. Yeah. So, so I guess well, let's fuck up. Uh, but Tyler Durden and the narrator are the same person. Yes. So. True. I would say if I was to sink uh, the departed Leonardo DiCaprio, who was a madman on the edge, yeah, into onto Tyler Durden, 
Tyler Durden would be halfway through his speech about why capitalism needs to come down. And yeah. Leo would probably just hit him in the back of the skull with the butt of his gun, yeah. kick him in the ribs a couple of times, drag him into an alleyway and shoot him in the head. Um, okay. I think you're forgetting the the also insanity of Tyler Durden. Mm-hmm. But like did he's he far kill more anyone? Insane than. But I'm, what that? I'm saying is, his his insanity is like this grandiose idea. But I feel like mm. Tyler Durden, he doesn't kill anyone. I feel like it's implied. Hmm. How about how about Bob? Somebody kills Bob. That's not really relevant at all. No. <laughs> they explode buildings. Yeah. Oh no! And they specifically say yeah. that nobody's inside. That's the thing. Okay, never he, mind. His whole, his, his whole thing is like high concept ideas about civilization. Leo's just I a wa- madman on 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 whiskey and cocaine from the bad if, streets of Boston. How about I think just I, by by volume though, because the departed is like what like. Like six main people. Uh, you, well, here's the thing: you've got you've got the Irish mob in Boston. So you've got your Jack Nicholsons, your your Ray Winstons, your Leonardo mm-hmm. DiCaprios. But then you've also got the entirety of the Boston PD, which is like your Matt Damons, your Mark Wahlbergs, your, yeah. your Alec Baldwin's. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's Project Mayhem versus mm. the Irish mob and the Boston PD. Here's, here's what's going to happen though, mm-hmm. Camber, is, uh, uh, well, well, first of all, in Fight Club, he goes around to different states yeah, uh, and he's has mm. set up multiple yeah. Fight Clubs. So it's okay. actually a, a, a like nationwide uh, mm. amount of people. Mm-hmm. But also here's what's going to happen. They're going to start fighting. And then all of a sudden, uh, some of the Boston PD guys, that we, our fight club guys are going to stop them and say, hey, how did you like the fact that you, all your, uh, your credit has been, your debt has been wiped <laughs> because we blew up the bank buildings? And they're going to say, oh, is that, was that you guys? Like, yeah, that was us. Like, oh, I appreciate it a lot. <laughs> you win. No, see, I think if I was a cop, I'd be like, do you know what a mess that caused for us? And that would nah, anger but, them. But cops are always in debt in movies. That's <laughs> one thing I learned. Here's what I think it comes down to: is it, it it the outcome of this is entirely reliant on location. Inside of Boston, yeah. Project Mayhem's never getting out of there. <laughs> They're buried in the marsh. Okay, but outside yeah. of Boston, I mm. think they've got the numbers. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. Think then they're yeah. then they're outnumbered. Yeah. So. Really, it it comes down to location, and I think at any point in the fight, if suddenly you hear the din 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 din, you know that song that always plays yeah. in the part. If shipping up to Boston by the Dropkick Murphy starts playing at any point, mm. it's like it's like they go Super Saiyan, in a way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so you would need whatever the Fight Club equivalent of that is to, to kind of really rev your guys up. Um. What's the fight club? I can't even remember. Like, I don't know if it, has, I don't know if it has a, a particular song. Maybe just some um, cool 1999 techno. We don't need one, Campo, because we are living off the drive of fighting another man. <laughs> uh, okay. The, the follow-up is uh, also the way to get me to buy Pluto space drugs. 
The actual drug is icy hot liquid from these millions of years old ice lakes concealed in a pod with space THC that isn't actually supposed to be there because of space regulations. And every time you buy one, they give you a McDonald's toy of Shaq after eating that wing. You might not know what I'm talking about. And an exacto knife. Consequently, it would cost 40 bucks a pop, but you can use the knife on the bullies who tease you for spending 40 bucks on a fake high the last of two minutes. Plus you have a new friend use your knife on your dog. Who needs dogs? <laughs> Thanks. Haunting flight. I think haunting flight might've taken drugs. Yeah, so this is why it, it doesn't surprise me that they said, Hey Nelson and the other guy, cause they very much relate to you. Ah, uh, Yes. My insanity and rambling. <laughs> and your hatred of dogs. And my hatred of dogs. Except for that one dog that smiled in that video. Yeah, that one's <laughs> all right. I'll let, I'll let him live. He's the only one. Uh, I've got one yeah. here from Jeremy. It says, hello, gentlemen. I just finished the episode where you talk about rapist koalas, people who don't wash their asses in the shower, and grandma's cookies. Also in the episode, you talk about Pokemon Go and absolutely did botch the names. Uh mm. Yeah, okay. I, I have no recollection of that. Here's what I want. I want someone out there to see if you can say something that we talked about in an episode that is fake and see if we pick up on it. Just yeah, put something yeah, in there okay, being like, yeah. I just listened to the episode where you talked about X. Put whatever you want and see yeah. if we detect that it's not real. I want to see if yeah. someone can dupe us. Yeah, uh, okay. Jeremy continues. An interesting fact about Pokemon is that when the games were being released outside of Japan, the Pokemon designs were not very appealing to the American audience. An artist um, on the localization team drew up a proposed new Pikachu design, which was a tiger-looking creature with huge breasts. Obviously, the Japanese developers stomped that idea quick. My question is, what is the most ridiculously unnecessary unnecessary thing that you've seen sexualized. I'm still way behind so I hope you've chosen at least one of my emails by the time I catch up. Your Chicago and gay ass correspondent, Jeremy. Um, oh, I should I've, have read this one beforehand. I've got an answer if you want some time <laughs> okay, to Okay, good. Yeah, good. Uh, my answer is, is My Little Pony. Um, oh, right. I, I don't know if you're familiar with the, the brony craze. Uh, in which kind of uh, middle-aged men got really into My Little Pony. Uh, I I actually know this from a behind-the-scenes perspective, Cambo. Okay. I actually have a friend who was a program developer for the My Little Pony games, uh, and he said that that, that they were t- catering directly to yeah. like forty-year-old men yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who were really so, into this game. Um, <clears throat> I I I knew of it as a basic concept for a few years, but recently there's a YouTuber by the name of Jenny Nicholson and she did like a 40 minute long video covering the history of bronies. Uh, that is fascinating, like really, really fascinating about how they came into this fandom, took it over, became like gatekeepers of the fandom and then tailored it to them. Yeah. Uh, But she has footage from like brony conventions uh, and yeah. there's like body pillows of of, yeah. the, of these horses that are very sexy <laughs> in, yeah, in, in a yeah. way that makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah, it's super weird, isn't it? Mm. In fact, I think just like on top of that, probably it like you can find any uh, sexy version of a video game character that's ever existed. Mm. 
and uh but, and, like, well you say that but is there like a sexy like solid snake Oh yeah, absolutely. There would be. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I'm positive there would. Be. There would be some cartoon porn with him. I'm just going to Google sure. "sexy solid snake" and see if I'm disappointed. <laughs> okay. Um, oh yeah, this is very. This is he, very sexy. He, Nelson, he's got his top off. Uh, well, I think in. <laughs> he's he's got his top off. Way. He's wearing. Uh, he's wearing some ripped, uh, like, uh, legging, like, um, stockings. Uh, yeah. Obviously got his gun holsters on, and then what looks like kind of a a top that's been tied into a bit of a crop top. Very sexy. Um, yeah, yeah. And and well, I mean, Hideo Kojima, who created uh, like Metal Gear Solid, he he, uh, like the female characters in that are incredibly sexualized. <laughs> um, so it's it's definitely not a surprise that like he was turned into something like that. Like the Solid Snake was meant to be uh-huh. a very sexy man in general, but it's like things like like I don't know. There would be there would be like a sexy Miss Pac Man. Okay, we're gonna have to search it, aren't we? Oh, yeah, I, I just typed in sexy Master Chief, uh, obviously being the the lead character from Halo for people unfamiliar. Yeah. Uh, less sexy stuff here. But the sexy Master Chief that did come up are all women with larger breasts wearing the helmet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I did search sexy Miss Pac-Man and, uh, yeah, there's, you know what? If you chuck some legs on her, you can get some good curves out of sexy <laughs> Miss Pac-Man. Um, but, yeah, I, I think uh, that's right. So to, just to answer this question, probably lots of, like, uh, anything that's um, – animated mm. is can just definitely turn into something sexualized. I'm sure there's like a sex, sexy Bambi is what I'm going to type in. <laughs> sexy Bambi. Uh, yep. 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 I mean, <laughs> this, this, okay. There is somebody wearing like a leotard that has Bambi's face on it. And it's like portrayed as very, so it's. I mean, it's called Sexy Bambi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I found it here. It's an eBay item. The title is Sexy Woman's Adult Bambi Deer Romper Costume. Yeah. And it's pretty sexy, Nelson. I'm not going to lie. It is pretty, pretty sexy. sexy. <laughs> it has a little tail on the backside. Isn't that cute? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Anything animated and for children, which obviously uh, My Little Pony falls under that. Yeah, yeah, that's Don't right. Don't do yeah. it. Uh, anyway, uh, we've got one more, uh, and this one's by Cousin Rowan. Uh, gentlemen, what's the most gay thing I've ever done? Immediately look up the YouTube video of Cambo kissing a male robot in a sketch <laughs> comedy video after he mentioned it on the show. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. It's good sketch. Also, go- <laughs> also going through a Woolies checkout after work with a guy I was giving a lift home to buy bananas and condoms. <laughs> It is a weird combo. Was, was, uh, wait, was Rowan buying that? Was the guy buying that? I think the guy was buying that. Okay. I was going to say, if, if Rowan is buying it, that's more acceptable because he's like, I'm giving you a lift home, but I have this thing to do. But for the guy who was getting a lift home to insist that <laughs> Rowan stop for him to buy that. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. I really need bananas and, and condoms. condoms. And also, can you stand next to me at the checkout? <laughs> yeah. obviously, <laughs> obviously, come in with me while yeah. I do this. Yeah. 
Uh, anyway, AMA minus 95.0. Come up with three evolutionary advantages of having hair in your ass crack. <laughs> I actually saw, I think, a, uh, a, um, a shower thought this week or so. Or maybe it was an ass credit. That was like, why, why do we have ass hair? Mm. I don't know. And they also asked, do women have ass hair? And I don't really know that either. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I think in in the same way that like women get hairy legs, but they don't get as hairy a leg as a man. Mm. I think you would yeah, find yeah. the same probably in the ass crack. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. there is hair, Nelson, but I'm sure it's not as hairy as a man. I now I'm really interested to see a very hairy female ass. <laughs> well, I'm sure there's sections of the internet that will cater to that. <laughs> yeah, if you can find, find sexy Bambi, you can find a hairy asshole. You can find anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay. Um, Evolutionary advantages to having it. Because there's obviously goes that saying so many disadvantages. Mm, yes. Well, here's what I think. Uh, if I, I think that at the at a minimum, it's gotta um would be slightly noise cancelling. <laughs> okay. Right. So, so yeah. Okay. Similar to like, uh, if you were to put blankets all around you, your voice becomes quite deadened. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, here we go. Here's an example. I put my hands around the microphone. It's deadening yeah. the sound. Right. So you're saying that perhaps with bodily functions, it's mm. maybe dampening the sound. Yeah. And I think just as an evolutionary advantage, I mean, being in any public public space. Mm. While you know you're you're, you're uh, performing the uh, ritual mating dance, um, <laughs> the, the gentleman that farts the loudest will very seldom get the mate. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, okay, so I think th- there's one. Let's let's put that down. Okay, as a good. possible sound dampener. The other thing I'm going to say is like hair has, like like if you touch your hair, you can feel it, right? Like yeah. very light, but it does have like obviously there it is connected to you in some like in in nerves or something like that. The way it's got a physical like you can feel. It. Yeah, and so maybe for that reason, uh, it being penetrated in your ass, Nelson, is a very intimate thing, and you want to make yeah. sure consent is always given. Okay, so maybe it is it is in a way uh, a security system. Which okay. You will feel this slight ruffling of your hair before penetrative <laughs> act can take place. Okay. Okay. Yes, I see. Popular in the uh, prisons. What's that? Popular in the prisons. This advantage. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I mean, I think when it happens in the prisons, it's happening regardless. <laughs> of people. <laughs> but at least you know it's coming yeah. a split second before <laughs> it actually happens. Um, okay, good. Mark that one down. Yep, Obviously, that's, that's, that's definitely, two. Definitely, <laughs> that's number two. Uh, how about this, Cambo? You are stranded in the wilderness mm-hmm. um, and on a desert island, in fact, and you've cut down all the trees um, to make yourself a raft, but nothing to tie the wood together. Well, lucky for your evolutionary advantage, pluck those bad boys out, tie yourself a rope. That's so, great. That's great. The the more svelte a man, the bigger the rope, obviously. Yeah. But you know what? That's just how evolution works. That's how it works. That's how it works. Uh, there's a lot of dead 
uh, people on islands that are, <laughs> have no answer. Yeah. Alopecia. Oh, boy. You don't want to have oh, alopecia no. and be stranded on, on an island. Yeah, it's a real problem. They don't. They don't actually, obviously, uh, go into detail on Castaway, but it's implied that's where he gets uh, the rope from. Because <laughs> yeah. it's the strongest strand of hair. That's why he's kept the beard. That hair's useless. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. He's got his gold, but he's got a smooth, clean ass. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, that's why he was there for so long. <laughs> like cut some off, grow it a little bit. He could have yeah. got off that island in a couple of days. He had some rope on him. Um. That's it, though. So thank you, Roa, Jeremy, Haunting Flight, and Varun. If you would like to write into us, you can do so. Reddit podcast, R-E-A-D-I-T podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us at Facebook, Twitter, and our subreddit. They're all R-E-A-D-I-T podcast. Um, We'd also appreciate it if you could rate and subscribe the show. Uh, Subscribe the show? Yeah, subscribe subscribe to the show. show. (laughs) Subscribe the show to another mailing list. Yeah. No, don't do that. <laughs> um, and, uh, uh, and, and, and also, can't stress this enough, jump on Discord, send me some hate. Send Canvas mates. What it's there for? <laughs> the Primarily, reason. that's what it's there for. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, and we will read you later. 